Welcome to the OCR Underground Show. Each week, you get the latest research, training secrets of top coaches, and everything you need to crush your next obstacle course race and finish burpee-free. Here's your host, SGX coach, Mike Diebler. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the OCR Underground Show. Uh, this is actually going to be a special episode. It's going to be pretty short. Um, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, though, I still will put some together, and you can find those at ocrunderground.com slash special dash episode. Uh, so um, I have been kind of thinking lately with, with everything going on, uh, you know, common issue I've been running into myself and, and with clients that I work with is you know staying motivated gyms may be open may not depending on where you are uh, races probably not for a little while so it's just this struggle so i think what better time than now to kind of reorganize yourself reorganize your goals and just use this time to the best of your ability and maybe focus on certain things that you might be struggling with so i wanted to come up with a simple way to help as many people as i could really just stay stay on track, stay accountable, and all take a step closer towards a common goal. And I wanted to break it down to, you know, something simple, a couple things that I thought would be um, the most impact, like the basically the biggest bang for your buck. So what could we work on that won't take a ton of time uh, that will dramatically improve your race performance to stay true to, you know, the things that we talk about on this podcast and something that we could see significant improvements over the next 30 days and a few things came through my mind and two started to come out and that's running faster and doing more pull-ups if you could do those things better than you can do them right now i feel like that would be a huge improvement in your overall performance you know overall health but just getting you more fit but to see the the most dramatic race day improvements for whenever that is. So that's what I came up with and I started to put together a 30-day challenge to help people out. So really laser focus on those two specific goals. So not like a lot of challenges where we're just going to do an insane amount of reps of push-ups or burpees or something like that. I wanted it to be a little bit bigger than that. More um, not just to to physically challenge you to see how hard you can push yourself, but really how target targeted you can be and see improvements. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So I'll, I'll give you some more details on the challenge at the end of this, but I figured let's talk a little bit about these two goals and really give you a little bit of insight on what I have planned for the challenge. And, and even if you can't join, join us for the challenge to give you a few good tips to help you see some improvements on these two areas. So uh, I'm gonna start with running faster. And, and really there's gonna be similarities with both of these, but we have to really think about what we're trying to accomplish here. So if we start with running, so if I say running faster, obviously that can mean a lot of different things. What I'm gonna be talking about is kind of that mile time, your, your pacing to, to try and get that as fast as possible. And I think when most people talk about speed, that's kind of what they're referring to. Um, because I think they once that you know the faster your your mileage gets, the the faster your overall racing, and then it's just working on endurance on and building that endurance to maintain that pace as best you can. So let's just get you faster because I think if we really target that over thirty days, you're going to see some some significant improvements. 
And the big thing you need to work on here is you need to run fast. <laughs> I know mine, mine is blown officially right there. But what I mean is if you're doing a lot of distance training and that may be all you're doing, you're not really testing that pace, right? You're not really pushing yourself. You're pushing as hard as you can maybe for a given number of, of miles. Um, but instead, we're going to focus on, I need you to run fast, as, at least that fast at your pace. But really, I want you to run faster than that. Whatever your normal mileage pace when you go out and run maybe a 5K or a 10K or something like that, you're probably pretty comfortable at that pace. I need to get you above that pace. I need to break through that comfort and get you to the next level. And I need your body and your brain and your muscles and, and everything to understand what that pace looks like. So you need to run at speeds faster than you typically run like your race pace, whatever that might be. So step one is let's make sure we're doing some, you know, sprint work, some interval work. Now, this shouldn't be all of your training, but you need to make sure you are incorporating some things that you run faster than what you, your, your typical race pace would be. So yes, this is, you know, obviously where intervals come in. So we're gonna be heavily focusing on intervals because you can't sprint forever. Um, but we can get you at very fast paces. We can get you um, above what you typically run and really work on your, your frequency, your stride frequency and, and your turnover and, and improving that, that, you know, that ground contact speed and power. That's what we want to focus on with, with our sprinting workouts. So what I want you to make sure now, obviously we can do lots of different types of interval work um, and you should vary it up a little bit, but I want to focus more on shorter duration because I want to push more max speed. So you can only run as hard as you can for five, 10 seconds. Uh, so that's, that's where we're going to be starting with some of these short, really bursts. Um, and then we're going to work on maintaining that speed over longer periods of time. Um, but that's going to be the progression we'll go to. I want you to run fast. So you have to be careful if you maybe do a lot of your hill uh, or sprint work on hills. Not that this is a bad thing necessarily, but the steeper the hill, the more it will slow you down. So it's going to get your heart rate up. So that's a different thing, right? If you're working on conditioning and maybe some other aspects of training, uh, that's a good thing. And we want to do that. But here we're talking about, I need you physically to run fast. And if you go on too steep of an incline, it's going to slow you down quite a bit. So it would be more ideal to do slight inclines are okay. As long as you can keep your speed again, faster than your typical race pace here. So we just want to make sure that hill doesn't slow you down too much. So um, more flat work is actually probably going to be a little bit more beneficial than, than doing too much hill work. But again, you can mix it in. Just don't go too steep on the hill. Uh, and then the second aspect of this is the recovery. So a lot of times people have a hard time taking time, right? And they want to only work on conditioning, right? So they do hard work, short recovery, back to hard work. And they think, you know, just get tired and you're gonna get results from it. And that's not necessarily the case. You might actually not see any improvements if you're trying to get faster. Because again, you're going to slow down with every rep, with every cycle or every sprint that you do. If you don't recover enough, it's gonna get slower and slower and slower. So in these types of intervals, we wanna make sure we have adequate recovery in between. So how long, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna depend on, on each individual, but it's gonna be a lot longer than you typically want to. It's going to be a few minutes. So typically, you know, to get that max effort again, you're going to need like a three to five minute recovery in between some of these sprints. 
Remember, the goal is not conditioning here, it's to run fast. So you might feel like you're ready to go, but avoid that temptation and really work on longer recoveries um, and then all out sprints. So a good way to determine it is if you see your pacing significantly go down, you're not resting long enough. And even if you're resting super long and you start to see that time go down even more or, or that uh, speed go down even more, uh, you're probably done for the day and, and you need to, to shorten your workout because you can't maintain that max speed for quite as long. So that's our initial goal is to, to really work on that speed. And then we start to see, can we maintain it? Can we push that pace a little bit longer? And then we expand the intervals, maybe throw in some shorter tempo runs uh, to really work on maintaining that, that, that speed over long distant time or longer periods of time. So that's, that's kind of the focus we're going to be doing on our, our running. And now the pull-ups. So same idea, you know, if you want to run faster, you need to run faster. If you want to be better at pull-ups, you have to do more pull-ups. So it, it's all going to depend on your specific level. And you have to really look at, well, what is the ultimate goal? So I'm going to first talk, let's say you are, you can't do a pull-up or maybe you can't do more than three pull-ups if you're kind of at that level. So you're at like zero to three reps for your pull-ups. So what this is saying, if, you, if you're if you at that level, you, you don't have adequate strength for this exercise yet. So that needs to be our priority. So how do we get stronger? Well, we need more and more exposure to the exercise, not to necessarily train to fatigue all the time, but we need lots of frequency, lots, lots of reps over, you know, with again, adequate recovery in between. So we need to build that that strength. We need to to work within that rep range. So we want to stick our reps to like five reps or less. Typically, um, is where we're going to want to spend our time doing these these pull up workouts. Now you can work on endurance. That's that's going to be a different thing. So if you can do more than three pull ups, now we just look at well, what are you trying to do? Is it is the goal to get more reps? Okay, we still have to make sure we have adequate strength, but now we're working on a little bit different goal. We're trying to get more endurance with this movement, not just strength. So um, we, I just, I bring that up because that's really going to ex uh, show how we should be training for this. So we, we want to work on strength. So if you're trying to get those first few reps, I want you to keep that in mind. We're going to keep the reps low, but you need to be able to do those reps. So if you're not quite at you know, three, four or five reps or something like that. We need to find a way that you can make that happen. So how we do that is with some type of assistance. So it could be with your feet on the ground, you know, in a squat rack and just doing less than body weight. It could be um, using bands to assist the movement or even like a, a, a weight, weighted assisted machine to do our, our pull-ups, whatever it is. You need to be able to do those reps. You need to be able to do full reps, uh, cleanly, good form good technique, but we just get lots of exposure multiple times per week. We're going to be working on these, but not necessarily always to fatigue. We just want to give that constant feeding, right? We, we give the, the constant exposure to that particular movement. So that's, that's what are going to be one of the main ideas here. Now, as I said, with the sprints, the goal is strength, you need a lot of recovery. So I want you to make sure you're taking time. Again, it's not conditioning we're working on right now. It is more strength. So again, you might take two, three, four, five minutes in between sets. We want to make sure that you have adequate recovery so you can get however many reps we're going for each round. 
Uh, so keep that in mind. It's, you know, the more you start to incorporate circuits and do other things like that, the more just total body fatigue, mental fatigue, muscular fatigue that you're going through. So start your workout with this stuff, make it a priority and don't focus on anything but this. So you do your reps, you rest completely, you do your reps, you rest completely, you rest as long as needed to get through these, these different um, sets that we're going through and, and rep ranges. The other thing is we need to get stronger. The other really important aspect of that is focusing on the eccentric or the lowering. So a lot of times people work so hard to get their you know chin above that bar because obviously that's the hardest part. And then when they come down, they just let go and let gravity take over, right? We, we're not gonna be using momentum right now. These are strict pull-ups we're working on. No kipping, no swinging, nothing like that. We want to get strong, not just to get better at at reps, right? I, I want you to be strong with these uh, different, with this movement. So you need to emphasize the eccentric and really work on that slow lowering, right? Making sure you're in control, you're lowering yourself down, you're not just letting gravity do that. So uh, there's a number of different ways you can do that. If you're strong enough, you know, it's just lowering yourself down. It might be using bands again to help you. Um, it could be jumping up, getting your head above the bar. So you use a little cheat to get up there and then you slowly lower yourself down without any help. Uh, so you're typically stronger in the eccentric, so work it harder, right? Make sure you take take your time and that's where the real gains are going to, to be in there. Now, keep in mind, you do get more sore the more you train those eccentrics. So you don't wanna always be doing eccentric focused workouts, but sometimes it is gonna be helpful. So at least once a week, a week making sure that we, we work on those eccentrics there. Uh, if you're at a level where you, you're already doing three, five reps now, again, like I said, now, well, what's the next step? Right, do you want to get stronger? Um, do you want more endurance? What, what's the goal? So if you want more endurance, you want to be able to get more reps, you have to expose yourself to higher repetition workouts. So it's, it's really the same thing. You're probably going to need some assistance there, right? So, um, maybe your first set, you can get 10 reps, but the next set, you know, even with recovery, it, it really drops down. So, um, adding assistance, maybe the second or the third or the fourth set, or however many sets you're going through and more and more assistance to make sure you're getting that exposure to more endurance, more time under tension, right? We don't want to just rush through it. Every set should be about, if I'm doing 10 reps, that's going to take X number of seconds. Every set should be very similar. It's going to take about the same amount of time to get through each one. Now, if you're just going faster and faster to get through the set because you're getting more tired, uh, you might be missing out on some of that there. So it's okay to get a little bit of help or assistance. So use that support if you're trying to get more endurance. Uh, if you're trying to just get stronger, then we again, we'll, let's stay in those low rep ranges, longer recoveries, but now you need to make those reps hard. So you probably need to add a little bit of weight. So you grab a belt, you throw a couple plates on there, whatever it might be. So you stay in that five or less rep range, long recovery in between each. So... I hope that gives you a little bit of uh, ideas on the types of things that I'm talking about and, and how we can see some improvements. Now, if you really focus on those simple things, you're going to see improvements. So there's, you know, if, if you consistently do the same thing for, for 30 days, you have no choice but to get better at those things. So that's why I came up with this challenge. My goal is just to keep you on track, keep you accountable. I'm going to give you what to do so you don't have to figure that out. You don't have to search for anything online. I'm uh, every day, I will just send you exactly what you're going to do. And we're going to focus on three things every day. Breathe, move, recover. Really simple. 
Nothing is gonna take you more than a few minutes each day. So you are going to work on daily breath work. Right? I wanna make sure you start the day with good, good breathing. Every day you're gonna move and it's gonna alternate. Some days it's gonna be working on those pull-ups, some days it's gonna be working on your speed. Some days it'll be a little bit longer, some days it'll be, be a little bit shorter. And then that final piece recovery, we're gonna end our day with a little bit of mobility work to keep you fresh. Uh, so you're ready to go and, and hit it that next day. So uh, you can always add more uh, to these and in incorporate this into your normal training, but I at least wanted to expose you to this, uh, show you exactly what to do, and then I'm gonna be there every day just making sure you do it. We are going to um, measure where you're at right now, so everybody's going to track their baseline so we can see exactly where you're starting from. <clears throat> I'm gonna make sure that you hit each workout for the next 30 days and then we're going to measure it again and we're going to see how awesome you guys do and how much of an improvement you see in some of these things that we're going to be tracking so that's that's it um, so obviously we're doing pull-ups you're going to need a pull-up bar so hopefully you have access to one uh, one of the sponsors of this show fitbar has probably the best pull home pull-up bar i've seen out there if you have one of those doorway ones that you've probably seen the tricky thing is when they hang into the door, you are uh, pretty low. And I, I'm over six feet tall, so I'm basically kneeling and reaching up and grabbing the bar. So it's really awkward to do my pull-ups that way. But with this one, you uh, the way it straps into the door, it's actually above the door frame. So it gives you um, like almost another foot of space. So uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's fitbarstrong.com. I will put a link in the show notes so you can see uh, to that exact product so you can check it out. And don't forget, use code OCR underground and you'll get 10% off your order. And I'll also put in some links there on places you can get some bands too, if that's something that you need to pick up because if you're not quite at multiple rep pull-ups yet, you're going to need some, some help there. And I will be providing you with some ideas on how you can, you can do that, but bands obviously is gonna be a, a good way to, to get that done. So check out the show notes and you can find all the information there. But if you're you're ready to go, you wanna join us, uh, we're starting on July 13th, uh, which is Monday. So depending on when you're listening to this, um, hopefully it's before then and you have some time to get set up. So just head on, again, you can go to the show notes at ocrunderground.com slash special episode, or you can uh, head directly over to the sign up page, which is uh, at ocrunderground.com slash 30 dash day dash challenge just put your name and email in the form uh, i will add you to the list and then uh, on monday when we're ready to roll you'll get all the information that you need uh, so i hope this helps whether you're going to join join me for the challenge or not hope we got a couple good ideas uh, that's it for this episode next time we'll be back with our our normal format uh, for the ocr underground show uh, but until then keep training smarter